Hello there, this is Kevin Pascal and I turned into the Hinted Neuron Podcast. On today's episode, you will hear me talk with David Weiss. He's a flat earther and he's a very outspoken person in the flat earth community. In this episode, he tried to convince me that the earth is flat. So you would uh, listen to this episode and decide for yourself if the earth is flat or not. We had a very interesting conversation. I really enjoyed the back and forth and I, 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 I really hope you enjoyed the conversation too. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review with five stars on Apple Podcast. Subscribe, share this episode with your network. For those of you that are affected directly or indirectly by the NSAS protest here in Nigeria, I'm sending love and peace your way. I hope we win this thing. And now, here's my conversation with David Weiss. I am here with David Weiss. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, um, I, I think a good place to start right now would be talking about your, you know, how 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 you became someone who started to believe, who who started to doubt the that the Earth was a globe. You know, how what what really changed your own worldview that you started to believe in the flat Earth? I, I think that that would be a good place to start. Sure. You know, nobody be, say, wakes up one day and says, hey, I want to be a flat earther. I was dragged into this kicking and screaming. Uh, I did another podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, and people started sending me uh, flat earth videos saying, hey, have you looked into the flat earth? And I refused to look. I wouldn't watch a one minute video. It's not worth my time. You're a moron for even suggesting it. But then I was forced by somebody I trust to look into it. And uh, for two weeks, day and night, I tried to prove the globe. And I realized that everything that I had that I thought was a globe proof was, was ridiculous, was brainwashing, was nonsense. And, uh, and then five, six years later, here I am, host of the Flat Earth podcast, creator of the Flat Earth Sun, Moon and Zodiac Clock app, uh, doing interviews on shows like yours and every other show. And uh, it's totally changed my life. But you know, but when people first hear flat earth, they think that's crazy. You're, mm. you're an idiot. Of course we know the earth is a ball. So I like throwing a question back to you, Kelvin. Why mm. do you think you live on a globe? Why do I think I live on a globe? Because I, I, I think there's scientific proof. Uh, okay. Okay. L- let me just talk about, apart from scientific proof, just from pictures, obviously from, you know, we've seen those pictures from, Childhood, you know, when the Sputnik satellites, when Russians launched the Sputnik satellites, I think that was 1957 or 19. I, I, I can't really recall, but we 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 have picture evidence for that. But 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 then, apart from because you know anybody could put pictures online, so but I, I think there's scientific evidence because you think there's scientific evidence. So so you know I love science. I'm all about science. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. What what they give to us as science is really scientism. It's a religion. So when you talk about Sputnik, uh, did you see Sputnik? All we saw was a cartoon and a sound that went ping, ping. Mm. And they told us that that was a basketball in space Mm. at the distances. They told us it was, and 
people could see something in the sky, that's impossible because your eyes can't see something that small. There's, your eyes have angular resolution limits, and that is hundreds of times smaller than your eye could possibly resolve. So the whole Sputnik thing is a lie based upon a lie based upon a lie. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, what? I, I, I live, I, I, I live in this place where my house is like a very tall building. So yeah. most of the evenings I come out to observe the evening sky, I could directly see the sun setting on the horizon. And, yes. You know, during yes. close to the evening, you know, and you could perfectly see that it is, it is, you know, um, what it, it disappears call it? A, from a the bottom up. It's fair, yes. So I, yeah. I don't know how a flat Earth would, if we if we lived on the flat, because then it would be because I I know that what flat Earth does believe is that the Earth is the the sun is like a spotlight which is rotating yeah. around. No, Earth. not not quite. That not quite. We'll, we'll get into that, but. The, the, the sunset was my big thing. Like sunsets prove the earth is not flat. It's a globe. And it's not until you really look into it and see the optics of the sky. So I'm going to try to paint a picture for your listening audience and for yourself. But it's not it's not something I can do in just a couple of sentences. So this is going to take a minute or two. So sure, you ready? Sure, sure, sure. Go on. So. You understand what perspective is when there is cloud, when there's uh, nice, beautiful clouds up in the sky, uh, you look up there straight over your head. You have to look straight up. But 20 miles away, those clouds at that same deck look like they're touching the water. If you're looking over the water or touching the land, they merge and they co- they create it's called a point of convergence. You, you, you've seen that, right? So the clouds I'm looking at 20 miles away are at my eye level and they look like they're touching the ground, but we know that they're not. It's just perspective. Now, if I zoomed my camera lens, if I have a, I have a super zoom camera and I zoomed into that convergence point, it's going to make that angular size bigger. And I'm going to see farther because I'm opening up that space and I could see smaller and smaller things that have, you know, reduced in size due to perspective. So that's looking at, Um, so uh, I'm going to get to sunsets in a second. We can watch a boat disappear from the bottom up and it looks like it goes over the horizon. It's completely gone. We get our camera, we zoom in and there's the whole boat again. We bring it back. If it was over a physical curve, that wouldn't happen. So that proves right there. It's the angular resolution limits to our eyes. So what about the sun? Well, a boat is a terrestrial object and we are a terrestrial viewer. That means we're on the land and the boat is on the earth. So it's a terrestrial viewer seeing a terrestrial object. The sun is a celestial object. It is high in the sky. Well, whether there's clouds or not, over distance, the atmosphere becomes opaque. It becomes so thick you can't see through it. It's like looking in water. You can't see that far when you're underwater. Um, it, It just becomes opaque. And the air is the same thing. It's just you can see farther, but it becomes opaque. And that opaqueness is about 20, 30, 40 miles, depending on, you know, if it's a super clear day, maybe 30 or 40 miles, and you can't see any farther. They don't teach you this in school. So the sun is above that, right? So again, that that's a, we'll, we'll take our cloud deck and that is our, that is the, uh, what I call the atmospheric deck. And those clouds at 20 miles away are touching the horizon. Well, 
So we know that those clouds that we're looking straight across at are really 10,000 feet in the sky, like the ones that are directly overhead, but they look like they're touching the horizon. Now, the sun is above that. It's a celestial object. And as it moves away, it's just getting it's just getting eclipsed by that deck of opacity. Hold your hand uh, flat out in front of you with your forefinger being the top and just hold it a little bit higher than your eye level. OK, maybe a foot away from your face. Right. Just hold it. Hold it like even with the top of your head and then make a fist and, and put it right on the top of your finger and then move that fist away without dropping it. And as you see, as it goes away, it's going to disappear from the bottom up. OK, so again, you're holding your hand where your finger, you know, your, your, the face of your hand is facing your face. Your fingers are about level with the top of your head. You put your fist on top of that and then just move your fist away without bringing it any lower and your fist will disappear from the bottom up. Well, that's exactly what we see when the sun is moving away beyond that atmospheric deck of opacity, which I call it. And, and because it's far away, it looks like the horizon. I have taken a drone. I have a drone. And I and uh, on a super clear day where there's no clouds and it's usually around freezing temperature, no humidity. I'll watch the sun set. I'll put the sun. Uh, I'll put the drone up in the air as high as I can get it, about you know three thousand feet, and the sun will drop down, 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 and then it'll get to that line which looks like the horizon, but it's really you know the a combination of the horizon and the deck of opacity, and it stops going down. It stops. It just sits there for about 10 minutes and then it just disappears into the thickness. I have videos. I have a whole playlist of videos where I've caught this over seven times and it shows that the sun is not moving down. It's just moving away and it disappears from the bottom up. Um, one, one little experiment that we did that even without the atmosphere playing into playing into this, things disappear from the bottom up due to angular size. We have um, a big we have a big uh, hardware store called the Home Depot here and they're gigantic stores and they have these beautiful cement polished floors that are long. The, the building's like a half a mile long. So they have these hallways that are perfectly flat, smooth cement floors. And we took an iPhone and we put it on the floor with the camera lens closest to the floor. And we took a red brick and put it one inch in front of it and it filled the whole screen. Then we dragged that brick away down the long hallway. And after, I don't know, 100 yards or something, the brick got so small that the camera couldn't see it and it disappeared. And then we lifted the camera up off the floor and we could see the brick. We brought it down to the floor and we could not see the brick. Then we stacked three bricks on top of that and the camera could see the second, third and fourth brick, the top three bricks, but it couldn't see the bottom one. And then we dragged it farther. And the second brick disappeared and things disappear from the bottom up due to angular resolution and atmospheric conditions. I hope I painted a clear picture, but that's what happens. And, and we've done many experiments. We have many videos and I'll tell you where you can find all of those videos and everything when we're done with the interview. So people, again, I don't want anyone to believe anything I'm saying. I'm just pointing out, Hey, here's some things you never thought of. And I'm going to show you where you can verify them yourself. So I, I think those the videos to those experiments are very, 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 very helpful. So we would okay. also link to that. But what do you think, you know, about, because you talked about angular correctness and 
for the eyes, the human eyes and the camera, I, I did the same. What you, you're asking me about the human eyes? You want me to explain that better? Uh, the human eyes and 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 a physical camera. Do you think yes. the we 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 are perceiving as the same kind? The, how would I put this question? Do you think we are perceiving at exactly the same kind of wavelength or something? It's it's very similar. The the cameras, you know, in some ways are better than the eyes because they could zoom in farther. They can make things bigger. Like I had, we we all all the flat earthers. We bought the Nikon P nine hundred and P one thousand cameras, which have an eighty seven to one hundred and twenty five zoom, and we can see things that the human eye cannot see. The human eye can only see things that are bigger than point two degrees in arc length. What that means is. If you drew a circle all the way around your head, that's 360 degrees. If you looked at everything from your left and your right forward, that's 180 degrees. If you, you know, as things move away, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. As soon as they're down to 0.02, even though they're still there, your eye cannot see it. And that's what happens with boats on the horizon. They just disappear. And then you get the camera and you zoom in and there it is again. You know, I, 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 I think I got the picture you're trying to paint, but it's still not clear to me, though, how something at the top of my head, like if, because if we were on a flat head and the sun is like a spotlight, how I, how it would look, how it would still look like it's going down on the horizon because, because I'm still, I'm still just trying to, to rationalize that. I have, again, I have a lot of videos that have visuals, but uh, you, you guys have street lights. If you look, if you go outside on a long straight street that has street lights, um, the one above your head is straight up and you watch it go down, 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 and they merge with the horizon literally within like a half a mile. And you know that all of those light posts are the same height, but they're going down. Mm-hmm. And then if you superimpose that picture on a, um, a time-stamped, you know, uh, pr- process of the sun moving through the sky from 12 noon to sunset, they're, they're, it's the same exact rate of descent. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just perspective. And sometimes in some places where there's low humidity and you're up high enough, you can film the sun. It doesn't go down. It goes away. It clearly just goes away and turns into a little dot and disappears, never going below the horizon. But the optics, when you're looking out in the distance, especially with humidity in the air, humidity in the air, it is very... um. It's it's very tricky. I mean, it, it plays all sorts of tricks and it does all sorts of things, but it's obviously clear and provable that the sun drops due to perspective because when uh when i had my drone up on that clear day many times the sun will go down 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 and then it stops and it just sits there it just sits in the same spot and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and then before it turns into a dot it just disappears because the sun's throw of light can only go so far. They want us to believe that it goes for billions and trillions of miles and for billions of years. It's all nonsense. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad I brought up the perspective of, you know, of, of, of because when things are on a flat surface and something is moving like a ship on a sea going on a flat surface, I, I think you were able to see it move that far. You know, in contrast to if it were on a curved spherical surface where it would disappear because it's, it's, it's moving at 
is moving and then it, it disappears because it's going down. Nope, it doesn't. Water doesn't curve. So, no, no, uh, not, like, not like water doesn't curve. If the earth is 70% water and the earth is a sphere, great lengths of water would have to have a curve to it. They would have to drop off. But they, they tell us the earth is 24,901 miles around at the equator. And the, the math for that, the, the globe math, um, says a six foot tall person standing at the edge of a calm ocean or lake um, can only see water for three miles and then it'll drop below the curve at just three miles. Six foot tall man sees the water horizon should be at three miles, but we can put the camera at one foot high, which would make the horizon less than two miles away, according to globe math. And we can zoom in mm. on wind turbines and oil rigs that we know that they're 12, 15, 20 miles away and we can see them. Now, their image gets a little compressed due to the humidity, you know, the water vapor and stuff. But what we can also see is the water surface beyond them for miles and miles and miles. That water should be hundreds of feet below the surface at that distance. But we can see the surface of the water beyond something 20 miles away where the Kurt where we shouldn't be able to see any water beyond two miles away from the height of that camera, but we can see too far. The earth is flat. It does not curve, no curvature, no sphere. Okay. But you know, since let's just step back because since we are still on the issue of yep. the sun, how would we explain time zones do? So the, the sky is a perfect clock. Okay. Um, they've tricked us with our clocks and they made them two, 12, 12, uh, you know, they made it, made it, it has to go around twice for a day. It's really a 24 hour clock is the, is how the world works. The sun is the hour hand and it circles over the surface of the earth. Uh, once every 24 hours. So every hour, the sun, wherever the sun is, it's noon in that place. The sun in the flat earth model is very small and very close, just like we see it. The moon is also the same size as the sun. It is small and it is close. The heliocentric model tells us that we, the earth is orbiting around the sun and the moon is orbiting around us. They also tell us that the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon, but happens to be 400 times farther away. So you have these completely different size objects doing completely different things. We're circling the sun and the moon is circling us. But if any person goes out and observes the sun and the moon rise and cross the sky and set, they take the same path. They're the same size. They're doing the same motion. And what they're doing is they're circling around the surface of the flat earth. It's, uh, it's very clear, yeah. but we've been brainwashed with nonsense to give up our common sense. So the next time um, the moon right now is, uh, is getting very small. Um, but it, uh, when it, when it gets bigger and you, and you can see it, um, yeah, we're, we're heading into a new moon. So, you know, in about two weeks from now, when the moon's getting nice and big, I want you to go out during the evening and look at it and you'll see that you can see that there's more dark sky behind it that, that you can also see if there's some spotted clouds that the moon will only light up the clouds that are right near it. And not the rest. If the moon was 238,000 miles away, like they tell us, it would light up all the clouds in the sky equally. But it only lights up the ones kind of like it's right next to them. 
Okay. We, we believe uh, that the sun and the moon that we see are not physical objects. They're literally projections into the earth system through the firmament, which is the dome. And again, we can't get up there. We can't touch them. So we really don't know. The moon is the most mysterious object on the flat earth and the globe earth. Okay, this is this is new to me now because what 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 you're saying is like the sun and the moon are, are not real physical object and they are just yeah. projections. But so before we even go, before I even go for that, so that means you you that means you doubt that we we ever went. Oh, to we, the moon. there's no way we went to the moon. And there, here's the thing: if you if you look, and by the way, when I first heard that, I was like, of course we went to the moon. I saw it on TV. Well, I saw Jurassic Park on TV too. So. Once you look into the moon landings and you see, you know, just take a look at a high definition picture of the moon lander. Supposedly there was two astronauts in there with spacesuits and a car and golf clubs. It's utter nonsense. It's things made of paper mache, curtain rods, duct tape and tinfoil. And it, it, it's it's mm. complete and total garbage. They've never tested it. it. It it you know it. How did they film it landing? When no, the first time it was landing, it was filmed landing. Who filmed that? And when it took off, how did the camera follow it? The animation it it it's, looks so horrible for anyone that goes back and looks at it. When uh, when the TV newscasters you know wanted to. F- um, you know, broadcast it. They didn't get a feed from NASA. They didn't get a video feed. They had to go into a room and film a screen that was showing the in low resolution, the the landing. So they didn't get a feed. They had to film an actual projection television and they filmed it. I mean, they're hiding all the data. Um, the other thing is like the International Space Station. You're like, what about that? There's astronauts up there. If you look at um, if we've caught them not one time, not a hundred times, not a thousand times, we've caught them multiple thousands of times faking things, the, uh, hanging from harnesses and wires. You know, if you catch them hanging from wires once or playing with objects that are floating in front of them, but they're CGI objects and they, they, they fuzz out or someone's hand passes through someone's face or an astronaut fades out before he gets out of the scene. This proves that they're faking it. And all you have to do is catch them once. We've got thousands of videos. Now, I don't know if they purposely are doing it bad because they want us. They have to tell us. I believe that they always have to tell us what they're doing um, to not break free will. But we've caught them so many times. It's not even a question. It just takes, do you have the time and the courage to go look? And again, uh, I, I have a, a, a playlist of NASA failure videos that you can watch and research yourself. Yeah. So I, I think this is, this is another new thing to me though, but, but thank you for those videos. I, I, I think what we would, you know, make a list where we would put them in this episode description. Well, but I think what what was new to me now again is that because we you, you just said that we never landed on the moon and the moon is not a physical object it's not real and now you're saying there's no international space station and and there are no astronauts correct in space. nobody's ever been to space That's because space saying. is not as described space does not exist I believe that above the dome is water above there's water above us and water below us. And that's called primary water. Uh, It's there on all the evidence that we see, you know, our optics, I was talking about those super zoom cameras have outgrown 
their lies. We can zoom in on what they call planets and see that these are energetic, geometric, sacred geometry shapes pulsing with intelligence. We don't know what they are, but they're not rocks floating in space. I mean, they're small and they're within the earth system and they have a direct effect on our lives. And they're all named after gods, Mars, Venus, Saturn. You know, they're all named after gods. That's kind of interesting. So you've also brought up another thing now. You mean we don't have these planets that they say we do Correct. You know, NASA, again, I'm going to, with the NASA fraud playlist, you're going to see that NASA is faking everything. Therefore, you can never trust anything from NASA. NASA uh, admits they have no photos of Earth. They have they have a few images. They have a few uh, pictures, but not photographs. And they admit that they put them together with strips of data. They had one of their uh, visual artists named Robert Simmons. He uh, admitted that the blue marble, which was the, which was the, it's in every textbook. It was the image that was on everyone's iPhones when iPhones came out and that was put together with strips of data and he made it in Photoshop. He admits it from NASA. So, um, okay. Now, then again, let's just yes. take one step back because this is a whole lot. Oh. And because this is quite new to me, though. I'm anyway, and, and, and by the way, time. so did <laughs> I was you. Trust me. This is overwhelming and it's, it's going to blow your mind. And the rabbit hole is so deep, you're never going to see the light of day. But once you come out the other side yeah. and you and you realize the deception and you see the lie, everything opens up for you. First, you're going to get pissed off. You're like, oh, my God, I was lied to my whole life. Everything is a lie. It's unbelievable. But then you get your feet planted solid on the flat earth. We are the center of creation. We are not a random speck lost in an infinite universe. We're not spinning out of control where an asteroid is going to hit us. None of that is true. We are the center of creation. And this place was created for us. And we are powerful beings on a flat, non-rotating plane. Bad. Do you? But, but have you ever thought about how large the Earth has the, to the be? The lie, you know, just to exist as being because you no, know, how large yeah. the Earth has to be to because then it means it to be quite infinitely large because well, quite so large on you know on on because it would because it would exist on a space and. I'm just trying to imagine how that would be if it were well, true. Well, so think, think about this. How, think, think about this. In the heliocentric model, we have infinite space and it's getting bigger and bigger. That's ridiculous. Okay. I don't know what's beyond the Earth system, but the Earth, you know, um, I forget, you know, the, the equator is 24,900 uh, miles around. So the, the shoreline that surrounds the world ocean is maybe 50, 60,000 miles around. Okay. So that's the circumference of the known world where we are 50, 60,000 miles in circumference. What's beyond that? That's what's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica. There could be other worlds out there. There could be other rings with other suns and moons around us across the flat earth plane. If you look every uh, 95 or more of all percent of all of the world giant telescopes are owned by the Vatican. They're all owned and operated by the Vatican. And most of them are in the far southern lands and they're not looking up. They're looking out. They're looking south. 
Okay. Across the plane. They're not looking up. Okay. Because there's nothing to there. There's, they know that, you know, there's a dome above us. They're looking out and, you know, we don't know how far it goes. Does the dome terminate, uh, you know, a couple hundred miles, a couple thousand miles outside of the shoreline of Antarctica or is it, is it infinite? Is it in an infinite plane? We don't know because we're not allowed to go there. Let's just talk about Antarctica for a second. Antarctica is the shoreline that surrounds the world ocean. It's the edge of the known world, but you can't fall off. It's like going on a lake and then you get to the edge of the lake. You don't fall off the lake. There's land there. That land is Antarctica. Antarctica is the highest land on earth. They never tell us that. If you get to the shoreline of Antarctica, there's a 200 foot high cliff of ice. Okay. It's not a wall. It's just a cliff. And then there's hundreds of miles of frozen ice tundra. And then there's a mountain range that's taller than Everest, taller than Mount Everest. Okay. They don't teach us that in school and that goes all the way around. So what's beyond there? We don't know because in 1957, all of the countries in the world, Russia, you know, everywhere, they all agreed that they conservation. This is before conservation was even a thing. We must protect the penguins and we must protect the ice because we can't have a single cigarette butt dropped on that ice. And they all signed on. The treaty goes to the year 2043, where it can't even be questioned by a person or a corporation. You can't even petition that, hey, I want to go explore Antarctica. You can't even question it until the year 2043. But in the meantime, we can deforest the deep Amazon jungle. We can cut down, you know, old growth rainforests and plant palm oil trees. Okay. That makes no sense. Antarctica is the answer to what, where we live. And if people could go explore there freely, they would quickly find out that the world didn't come from a big bang. It came from something that intelligently designed it. Okay. You know, yeah, I've, I've, I've written, I've read a lot and written quite personally, written a lot about the big bang yeah. myself. And, uh, and, you know, it just, because when we, when we look at gravity and what gravity feels, I don't think gravity would be, do you, but let me just ask, do you believe in gravity? No, gravity is a theory. And it's never been proven. Supposedly, there was a big bang. Nothing exploded, became everything. Okay, I'll buy that. That's nonsense. But now you have everything scattered around. And why is it going to start coalescing? There's no mass anywhere. But all of a sudden, rocky planets, you know, where dirt and everything that we need to just coalesce. And then other things just turn into gas balls, you know, hydrogen balls, not no, no dirt. And those things become millions of times bigger than these rocky balls. And then they create gravity and they hold each other on, you know, into these orbits. It's all just complete and utter garbage that we've been brainwashed to believe is real. None of it is true. Gravity is, is explained like this. It's not gravity. It's a, the only true forces in this world are electricity and magnetism. Okay. The earth has a measurable, not a theory, a measurable negative charge to it. It has a negative charge. That negative charge establishes a down. Everything is attracted to it. It just establishes a downward direction. And then relative buoyancy and density 
sort everything else out. A rock will sink to the bottom of a glass of water because it's more dense than the water. And a balloon, a helium balloon will rise up because it's more dense than the air surrounding it. Okay. I mean, if gravity was real in the, on the other, on the, you know, in Australia, there's hundreds of trillions of metric tons of water upside down with cruise ships and cargo ships upside down, but a seagull and a butterfly can fly and a human can jump. I mean, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. So, so electromagnetism, you know, those, the maglev trains are using electromagnetism to defy electromagnetism. They're not defying gravity. They're defying the electric static charge of the earth. And that's provable. We can, we can take things. You ever see those, uh, those triangle tinfoil things that people electrify and they float in the air because you're, yeah, you're, you're, sure, sure, you're sure. reversing that charge. Good. Sorry. So, so um, because you know, when I, I believe in, gravity, you believe in a theory that has and, no proof. You're, I, you're religious. I, and, because you're religious. <laughs> you're you're religious. You're a great. You you no, belong that, to the that, religion that, of gravity. That's perf- that, no, I, I I think we we should just put science first now for a bit. And you know, look 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 at it because I I, I don't think gravity would allow a flat surface to exist in space because gravity is the same all right. at all directions. I ha- and I think that's I, that's I what explains the spherical you're, yeah. you're you're being programmed yeah. by Vsauce, right? Where he shows a disc in space, <laughs> and as you walk towards the edge of the disc, you'd have to lean forward because the gravity would be pulling you to the center. The Earth is not in space. There is no space. That's why we have Star Wars and Star Trek and all of these space movies, everything, universal pictures, everything is space because they want you to love space. Space doesn't exist. The outer space is the outer lands beyond Antarctica. Those are the outer spaces, outer space. Okay. And extraterrestrials, the extra territory, the extra terra, terra is land, extra terrestrials come from the extra terra beyond Antarctica, across the plain, not from outer space, but from the outer spaces. Okay. So gravity is a theory. They have to introduce 96% dark matter. 96% of your gravity equation is wrong. So they made up dark matter to make it work. No one's ever seen it. No one's ever proven it, but they're like, well, it has to be there because if gravity's real, then something has to explain it. So we're going to add in 96%. That's like saying, hey, I'm going to give you $100. Here's four. And you go, oh, thank you for the $100. I'm going to add 96 fake dollars to that. So I have 100 and therefore you gave me $100. It's baloney. You're believing nonsense. I was you, by the way. I love yeah. you, man. I, I was I, you. I was <laughs> you. I fought this and I asked I, all the I, questions. I, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. You know Roger Penrose? He just actually won a Nobel Prize Who's this? For, Who? for much of for much of this work. Who? Last week, I think. Okay. What did he win? Oh, much of the work he did with gravity yeah. and dark matter. Nonsense. And, but, <laughs> But 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 that's a digression though. Um, and you, I, I've been trying to rationalize this in in your own worldview, and there's no space. Can can you kind of paint a picture of like the complete the complete picture of how the Earth would look like 
based on, you know, and what surrounds it. Just paint that picture again. I know you've done that. Just let me paint that picture again. What surrounds it and what entails just the earth was above, was below, was by the side, was by the left, all those things. So let's, was, let's was start talking picture. about what's below us, okay? The deepest hole ever dug is in Russia. I think it's called the Great Borehole. And it was a multi-country you know, uh, collaboration. And just short of eight miles, they couldn't dig any deeper. They hit an impenetrable barrier. They tried drilling with diamonds and blowing it up. And they tried everything for years. And they could not break through this impenetra- impenetrable barrier. So the deepest hole ever dug was eight miles. That's equivalent if the earth was an apple they dug halfway through the skin of the apple. Okay. And while they were digging, they used ground penetrating radar and other technology to see what they were going to be digging into. And they were wrong every step of the way. They just kept getting it wrong. But then they hit this impenetrable barrier and somehow they know what's all the way down to the core of the earth. Like every textbook shows us that cross section of earth where they shows the mantle and the lava and you know, the molten iron core, but they know that even though they couldn't predict what was halfway through the skin, but all of a sudden they know what's in the center again, complete and total garbage. So what's below the flat earth. I don't know what's what's below eight miles on the ball earth. Nobody knows because nobody can get there. Okay. So the earth is intelligently designed. The earth is the basement of the universe. The earth is a high pressure system. We have gases in this system. The second law of thermodynamics says you can't have high pressure next to low pressure or worse next to a vacuum without a physical barrier. Okay. So why doesn't all of the air get sucked into the vacuum of space? And your answer is going to be well, my gravity, that's my religion. I believe in gravity. And that you can disprove that with yourself. Get a straw, point it down, and suck with just the weak vacuum of your lungs, just a tiny bit of low pressure of your lungs, and you're going to suck air up and away. You can stick it into water. You can suck water up and away from gravity with the tiniest pressure difference. But we're supposed to believe that above our atmosphere at less than 250 miles away, that there's no air and there's a vacuum. Where's the barrier? Gravity can't hold the air down because the air goes left and it goes right during a summer breeze. We can inhale, we can suck it up and down through a straw. You know, we, we can move it around with fans, but the vacuum of space can't suck it away. They've convinced us to give up our common sense with utter with utter nonsense. It's because we were taught to this by our gods. Those were our teachers when we were very small and we believed them. And we watched our science shows with Bill Nye, the lying guy and Neil deGrasse Tyson and whatever other scientists you guys have over there. These guys are actors. They're morons. They know nothing. Einstein was a moron inserted to, uh, to, to dis- dismantle what everyone was discovering that there's an ether around us and the ether moves, not the earth. So he introduced the theory of relativity, which is a bunch of equations and nonsense. So you don't believe in Einstein. Einstein married, I married his cousin. Okay. <laughs> Einstein was a moron and it was all fake. He was inserted to, take back what people were discovering. They were discovering that 
everything we see in the sky rotates around us, rotates above us. I don't even want to say around us because there's nothing below us that that we have access to. Maybe there's hell at just over eight miles. Maybe that's where hell begins. Maybe there's a whole nother realm down there. And maybe above us, higher than 73 miles, where we hit another dome above us, Maybe there's heaven up there. Maybe there's another realm up there. I don't know. We can't go there. I can't touch it. I am speculating, but we know what we have here. A flat realm where the sun and the moon circle around the center. And and the, the way the seasons work is the sun moves in, making a tight circle over all of the northern countries in June. And then six months later, it's moving its way all the way out to its outer circle, which is called the Tropic of Capricorn. And the outer southern lands are having their summer because the sun is closer to them. And it's farther from us in the north. So it doesn't rise that high in the sky because it's farther away. So we have shorter days. It's farther away. It's colder. And that's how the seasons work. The sun goes back and forth. I have an app that I created because YouTube is censoring all this stuff. Anyone that wants to research flat earth, if you search flat earth, you're going to end up on the flat earth society. That's not us. That is a government controlled gatekeeping site. That'll make anyone that goes there laugh at flat earth and never look at it again. That's not us. The other thing is if you Google, you know, start looking for videos, you're going to get all propaganda nonsense. YouTube is the worst now. So I created an app. It's called the flat earth sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. It's in the Google play store and it's in the Apple uh, app store. And, uh, it, has every day there's a new video that shows up on it. I have the featured video of the day and I tell people get the app, take the video challenge, watch the video every day for two weeks. There's short videos during the week, longer ones on the weekend. And by two weeks, you will know that the earth is not a ball bare minimum. And what happens is people, uh, people get the app and they go, Hey, I heard you on the so-and-so show. Uh, I thought you were an idiot, but I bought your stupid app. It's $2 and 99 cents, by the way. Um, and I took the challenge, but I didn't want to wait every day for the video. So I hit the video archive button, which has all of the videos that have been featured for the last two years. And I haven't slept in two days. I hate you. The earth is flat. Now what do I do with my life? Okay. This happens Every single day. But but uh, but on the app, on the app also, there's a whole bunch of features that shows you how the seasons work. It shows you the phases of the moon. You can time lapse. You can you can make the, the sun and the moon go, um, you know, at different speeds so you can see it. You can you there's a frequently asked question page. Oh, like, where is the edge? You know, what about all the other space agencies? What about gravity? Um, we, you know, what about Southern flights? You know, um, what about NASA? Why the lie? You click one of those and it brings you to an entire playlist of videos that's ever evolving or always adding more and more to it. And this app will deliver you what Google is hiding from you. Okay. So I'm going to gift you the app. So you have it so you can learn. So the next time we speak, uh, you can ask me even higher level questions. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, all, all this is surprising to me now, Andrew, because what, 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 what I think is, why do you think anybody would go this why extra the lie? mile to lie for 1,000 Why the people? lie? We, I get we, it. We've, we've, we've had science for almost 2,000 years now. Whoa, so whoa, 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 think, whoa, whoa. What? We've known the Earth as a globe for 2,000 years. Did you just say that? For, sorry, for 1,000 Well, 1, even 500 years. So let me ask years. a question. Who do you know that's, a, that's 500 years old? <laughs> you know nobody, okay? 
I used to believe that too. Yeah. You know, they, they, they tell us um, that the Greeks figured it out with the sticks and shadows, right? You guys know about the sticks and shadows where Aristophanes, the, yeah. yeah so yeah, Aristophanes, so, yeah. so let me just tell the story for the people that don't know it. He uh, noticed that the sun on a certain day of the year shines to the bottom of a well that when it's directly over it, but 500 miles away, he had a friend who put a stick up and the stick was straight up and down, but it had a shadow. So that meant that the sun wasn't directly over it. Um, and you have to assume that the sun is 93 million miles away and all the light rays are coming in parallel. So he did some math and it, he calculated the size of the earth within 2%. Wow. Right. He's famous. Right. First question I have to ask is how did he communicate with his buddy 500 miles away? You know, did he have cell phones? I, I don't think so. The other thing is on a, you have to assume that the sun rays are coming in parallel, but you go look at the sun any day when there's clouds in the sky, you see crepuscular rays. They fan out in different directions. The sun that we see is just above the clouds. Okay. And it's in an apparent position from the user, from the viewer. But let me, let me get back to Aristophanes. Aristophanes um, sticks and shadows work perfectly on a flat earth. Get two sticks, two, you know, pens or, you know, markers, put them upright on a da on your desk, you know, like a foot apart and then get a light bulb and hold it like a foot over directly over one of them. The one that you're holding it over will have no shadow. The other one that's a foot over to the right will have a shadow. You can measure that shadow. You can measure the distance between them and you can do some calculus and you can figure out the, the, the size of the sphere that your table is. But in reality, your table's flat. You just did a math equation based on, based on assumptions. And here's the funny thing about Aristophanes. He's the most famous mathematician from 500 years ago. All the other mathematicians that came out of that area that wrote many, many books never once mentioned, mentioned him. That's like, you know, writing, that's like writing a book about the Chicago Bulls basketball and leaving out Michael Jordan. Okay. That, that's, um, you know, that Michael Jordan was the biggest basketball player on the Bulls for if people, if you don't know that where you are. Um, and and the, the funny thing is the only, the, the, the oldest book that you can find the Aristophanes story in is in the Rockefeller textbooks for schools that were written in the 1980s. The Aristophanes fairy tale was inserted into our history in the 1980s. And we're told it ha was happened 500 years ago. Again, history is his story. It's a lie. I, I, because one of the sieve of Aristophanes, though, because I think he was the one who did the prime numbers thing. Yeah, if I can recover, so I think there's so much account for him. It the the, oh, the Aristophanes yeah, story sure, sure. about the sticks and shadows was made up in the 1980s. Period. It's a lie. It's a fairy tale. It never happened. And even if it did okay. happen, how did they communicate? What would they have a long string and two cans? Were they talking through the cans and a string? I, I, come on. None of it makes any sense. Yet once you, when you hold the, when you, when you look at these, when you scrutinize these stories, they all fall apart. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. No one's ever been in the space. All of those rockets that are going up, they're not, they're crashing in the ocean. They go up, they curve out within a, with less than a minute, they switch to a cartoon. Okay, you're watching cartoons. 
<laughs> so you mean Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is a um, moron? He um, is a figure. He's a figurehead, <laughs> right? He said on his uh, on when he launched his stupid Tesla into space, he said it looks so. F- you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. We'd have better CGI. He actually said that in a press conference. <laughs> um, because what I'm trying to figure out now is that NASA has billions in. Federal no, funding every no. year. They, supposedly they get $56 million a day. Okay. $56 million a day. It's like 18, 19 billion dollars a year. Um, it's, it's nonsense. That's what they're taking from the American taxpayers. NASA is, so NASA has the largest, uh, NASA is the largest consumer of helium helium in the world. Okay. They launched tens of thousands of what they call satellites. These giant balloons hanging satellites on them that weigh up to 8,000 pounds. These things go up and they stay in, they stay up for over a year. Okay. How come they're not telling us about that? How come they're not publicizing that? How come they're not letting us know that above us are tens of thousands of Satellites hanging from balloons. Why would you spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to put a satellite in space when you can hang one from a balloon for a couple hundred thousand, for a hundred thousand or ten thousand or whatever the number is? It's they they're lying. There's nothing in space because space doesn't exist. Some amateurs did a rocket launch in uh, in the New Mexico desert or Arizona, and they shot this rocket. It was uh you know. It was probably, you know, two people could probably wrap their arms around it and they shot it and it went straight up um, and had cameras on it. And at at 73 miles, it hit something. It went plunk like into a thick gelatin, like some other medium it went into. It was spinning rapidly. It hit it. It stopped spinning. It started floating. And it when it turned, the camera saw the moon. A couple times it saw the moon and the moon that day at that time was over Australia. Okay. Impossible to see from Arizona in the United States. Okay. They're lying to us. The earth is flat. There's a dome above us. NASA is fake and, and they're hiding God. Basically they're hiding God because, because if you found out that there's more that you are, a more powerful being that your thoughts create your reality, which they don't want you to know, then they would lose power. But if they have us believing that we are lost in space, spinning on an insignificant speck, we have no control over our lives that an asteroid could wipe us out at any second. We're running out of oil, which is also fake. All the empty oil wells are full again. Okay. That we're that the terrorists are going to take us out. That, that racism is real. That systemic racism is real. It's all constructed bullshit. The, 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 the wars between countries, America and Russia, there's no war. That's fake. They're together. They're working together. It's just to build the military industrial complex. It's to keep people in fear. So we give away our God given uh, authority over ourselves. We give it away willingly because we're too stupid to see what they're sticking right in front of us. I mean, they are telling us what they're doing and people are too stupid to see it. Okay, so that means all this is a lie. That, that means that would, that would also mean you, you don't believe in the Holocaust. No, hold, you, don't, you, you, hold, you don't believe in the Holocaust ever happened. The Holocaust, 
did happen, but the numbers that they tell us don't make sense. I wasn't there. I don't know. I know people that uh, that their parents were survivors of the Holocaust, whatever it was. Okay, um, and people died. So, but if you look at the six million number. Uh, they would have to be put someone in the oven every five seconds for like 20 years to burn that many people in those ovens. It doesn't make sense. Now, was it 3 million? Was it 1 million? Was it 600,000? I don't know the number. Um, it's not something that I look into. I'm not a Holocaust denier. I am a, uh, I am like, I don't know. I wasn't there. And uh, I'm listening to what everyone's saying about it. And what makes sense? What makes sense? I don't know the answer to that. Thank you. I, you know, because we, we've not really got to the bottom of why, because I, I'm just trying to rationalize. Why do you think people would spend trillions of dollars to just deceive people? Because that kind of thing doesn't make sense. I, I can explain and, that for um, you. I, I'm trying to rationalize it because I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to rationalize that. Let, let me explain. Why you let me explain. They're not spending trillions of dollars. They're not spending billions of dollars. They're lying about how much they're spending. They're taking that money from us. And uh, what they're doing is the reason that they're doing it is because they don't want us to know that there's more. They, it, what if I told you that there was, you know, you're saying the stuff in your country that's going on right now is horrific. What if I told you there was 50 more continents out there where there wasn't tyrannical uh, rulers on them? Maybe you'd pick up and go. Maybe you'd get the, you you decide, you know, I'm leaving this country. This is nuts. What if there was other places that they don't want us to know about? Um, you know, they don't want us to know that we are divine. They want us to think that we're random accidents. Okay. The soul lure system, words have meanings. The soul lure system, they're, they, they want our souls. They're luring us away from God. That is what this is all about. It's to hide God. How do you uh, how do you dilute something? You pour it into something bigger, like infinite space. Okay, the world that we live in is a enclosed, beautiful, intelligently designed system made for us. We are the center of creation. They want us to think that we're lost, spinning out of control. If they can convince you that you're spinning. At a thousand miles per hour. That's how fast the earth is spinning at the equator. That's faster than the speed of sound. We're orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour around the sun, which is crazy. You can't even fathom that speed. While we're chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, that entire system's moving sideways at 1.2 million miles an hour. And there's trillions of other systems just like ours. If they can convince you of that, they can convince you of anything. They can convince you that there's a little virus that flies around and is trying to make you sick when no, when nobody is dying from it. Okay. They can convince you of anything. They can convince you that you have to give away your power, that you have to obey these people that think they are the authority when they're the minority. We're the majority. It's all to hide, yeah, take so away your power. They don't want you to know that you're in so a, you, that you're you, in a prison. Good, sorry. <laughs> so you that means you actually believe in So God. so that's a great uh, question because when I was uh for years and years researching, I never was religious. 
Um, I would be listening to all sorts of researchers talking about all different things. I'm like, this is great. This is, this is great. And then they'd mention Jesus, the Bible, Muhammad, whatever, and uh, the Quran. And I'd be like, that's it. I'm out. And I would discount everything they said. I was like, I just don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe that. I believe in evolution. I believe in uh, the, you know, the heliocentric model and, and everything. But then when I just, when I started challenging the heliocentric model and I realized that the earth is intelligently designed, I'm like, there's a creator, somebody, something, someone created this place for us. Like humans, human bodies cannot survive off of Earth. I don't believe that we can survive off of Earth. It, it is part of the system. We get our energy. We are electrical beings. You know, we're grounded to the Earth and the, 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 the energies above us are connecting us and we're, we're connected. We get information from outside of our bodies. Um, so do I believe in God? Well, I don't have a better word for it, but yeah, God, there's a creator. Now, if you want to say that it's, uh, you know, there's all the different religions of the world. Well, maybe they're all talking about the same creator and they just have put their own stories on it. Um, I'm not one to tell you who, who God is, but I can tell you that there's just natural law. It's very simple. Don't steal from anybody. Don't injure anybody don't kill anybody and don't interfere with anyone's happiness that's it that's all you got to remember just be a good person take care of yourself take care of your neighbor and and don't do and that's that's god right there i think that we are all god that god has splintered his consciousness into all of the bodies here and the and and our job here is to remain in control of our soul, but the evil side, they want our souls and they're tricking us into selling our souls. If you look at all the people in Hollywood and all the big stars, they've sold their souls to the devil for lack of a better word, evil devil, Satan, whatever you want to call it, excuse me. <clears throat> and, and they've given up their souls. So they've lost control of their souls. You know, our souls are, oh, that's a whole nother rab rabbit hole. <laughs> Excuse me. Need a drink. So how's that? Yeah. You're cool. So we, um, we've given, you know, our, our goal here, our mission is to maintain control of our soul and to be good. That's it. It's, it's a beautiful yeah, thing. So I, I, I was thinking though, before I actually question about God, because one of the questions I wanted to ask was how, how it was like before now, before we have what we have, because we, 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 we believe in evolution. I believe in evolution. And you said you actually, you used to believe in evolution. So what was your own framework for how we got here? What was, so, what, what existed? Yeah. I don't know now? the answer to that, but, to believe in evolution, you have to believe nothing exploded, created everything. Then lightning struck into a dirty swamp and created an amoeba, which has incredible complex system. That amoeba had mutations and it turned into a fish. That fish had mutations and it got better. It grew legs and it climbed out of the water and it found another mutant fish, was able to have sex with that fish and it had a monkey and that monkey had a retarded baby and it was a human. Okay. This is what you have to believe. Nothing. When you leave things to, um, to happen randomly, 
it, they don't get more organized. Okay. You don't have a tornado go through a junkyard and then all of a sudden there's a 747 jetliner that the tornado made by accident. It doesn't happen that way. Okay. Um, things tend to break down over time, but we are the most incredible designed it system, the human eye, just the human eye alone. The fact that we can see things, depth, colors, you know, we can tell how things are moving. Our brain can process it. That is not a random act. That is by design. Now, the question is, where did the creator come from? Where did God come from? I don't know. Nobody knows. Doesn't a ball earth, flat earth. It doesn't make a difference. That's a whole nother story. But we're here. We're having this experience. It might just be a simulation. I don't know. But we don't live on a spinning ball. That's a fact. They're lying to us about everything. And you can take your power back and really have incredible things happen in your life once you get a hold of your thoughts. You know, 150 years ago, in the 1800s, okay, there was a far more advanced civilization worldwide living everywhere. It's called Tartaria. All right. There's maps, there's stories, there's buildings. I mean, there's buildings that were built like supposedly in the 17 or 1800s that we couldn't build today. But we're supposed to believe they did that with horse and buggy, you know, no modern cranes. I mean, these, these temples that we see, these old things, they're lying to us about everything, including our history. And I interviewed a woman, 102 years old, who said in, 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 she lives in the United States here in Connecticut. And uh, she said when she was in elementary school, they taught her that the earth was flat. And then all of a sudden in the mid 1920s, they changed it. And we found other people that said the same thing. So they were teaching flat earth in schools until the 1920s. Then they changed it. Dude. Okay. You know, you know, that, that, that's still even, that, 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 that was, that still even leads us to, you know, my earlier question about, because why would they want to even change it? Why do you want to? I'll tell you why. I, well, I, I, I let, think- let me, cause I guess I didn't make myself clear. If, if you are the, the elite controllers of the world and you know, the true systems of the world, you know, um, you, you've kept your family bloodlines pure and you have, uh, I believe they have what's called genetic memory because they're not interbreeding. Um, they they know how this world works. They have the secret societies. They know the the true history of the world. And so all these people are there. You want to keep them in control. So what do you do? You start the school system, which is really just an indoctrination system. And you teach them bullshit math like geometry and, you know, some useful stuff so they can run your corporations and whatnot. But you don't teach them about sacred geometry and vortex mathematics. And they do, you don't teach them about how to use their minds to create things, how to, uh, you know, build these buildings that they, they, they move bricks with thought. I believe, you know, I don't know how they did it or with sound and cymatics. They don't teach us that they teach us stuff to make us good little slaves. Okay. And if, if, if you had a, here's an example I always use. If you had um, a, a, a lion as a pet, a big lion, and you had him in your yard and your yard's a quarter of an acre with a fence, the lion is not going to be happy. He's going to see that fence and he's going to want to get over it. But if you put him in a safari park, that's a hundred miles around with a big fence, and then he's going to be in that safari park. And then one day he's going to come up to that fence. He's going to go, eh, he's going to turn around. He's going to go back in a safari park and he's going to be very happy. Right. 
But if you're a human, I don't care how big that park is. If you get there and there's a fence and you know that there's something on the other side of the fence, you're going to want to go there. Okay. You're going to want to explore there. So they put us on a ball so they don't have to tell us that there's a fence. They put a fence around us, which is Antarctica, and they put a fence over us, which is the Van Van Allen radiation belts. And we all think that we live on a ball and there's nothing else to discover other than outer space, which we can never get to. Okay. They've got us believing nonsense. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I still, I, I have questions on what you just said, but like, I, I wanted to go back to, 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 to our discussion on evolution, and you know, and do you believe we we just existed and there was no build-up process? Because what because what you said is that God is the designer, an intelligent designer, so. I believe that evolution, evolution did that intelligent design so process. It happened slowly. But so you're religious. We were able to. <laughs> you're religious. Your religion is evolution because. <laughs> that, this is be, just no, no, no. You're using words. <laughs> Saying the word science doesn't mean science. You're using the word evolution, but never <laughs> once in history has anyone ever documented one species turning into another species. Never. It's never happened. There is the missing link. Every link is missing. Never has a monkey turned into a human. Never has a dinosaur. Dinosaurs, by the way, never existed. Never has a dog turned into a bird. Never has anything like that been done. Okay. There's no such thing as evolution. Now there is micro evolution where, you know, men like women with long fingers and big boobs. So they mate with them more. And now we've, we've changed women. Most women have big boobs, whatever, you you know, that's, that's, but it never changes the species. Nobody ever goes from one species to another. A man is a man. A dog is a dog. A chicken is a chicken. A snake is a snake. It never changes. So if you say that you believe in evolution, you're religious. (laughs) Because this is this is what we know for years. So because wait, and, wait, and, just and what we know really, for years? Yeah. No, it isn't. It's what we've been told for years. Show me proof of evolution. There is none. Show me proof of the globe. There is none. So you you, you want to say very things like Darwinian evolution, the kind of evolution I, I, I strongly believe in, like evolution by yeah, natural yeah. selection. No, Does no, na- see, natural selection, it, 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 that's got something to it. Like if you had a bunch of, you know, I'll go back to, you know, just men and women. If you had a bunch of small troll women with giant noses and, you know, they're not going to get selected by the men. The strong men are going to select the the more attractive women. Okay. That's natural selection, but never once do they turn into a different species. Now, you know, people have their preferences and that's natural selection, but never once does it change species. You believe in a fairy tale. I'm sorry. I used to believe it too. (laughs) (laughs) How, how would you explain seasons? Because I know you, you you didn't go deep into that. You mentioned earlier. How would you explain seasons, seasons okay. so, from a so flat again, I, I want, I, I, I'm not here, by the way, people like, oh, he wants it. He's doing this for the money. I had my own business. Okay. I had my, I worked for a corporation. They are the division I was in. They sold it off, shut it down. And I started my own company and I was doing very well. I was making a lot of money, big, big money. And I didn't even have to work that much to make it. 
But uh, when I discovered the importance of flat earth and the deceptions in the world, I left my business. I left all that money on the table and I walked away. And this app is how I support myself. I don't make a ton of money, but I make enough to get by and that's all I need. Okay. So the app is $3, right? And by the way, I'm going to give you, do you have any, I assume you guys are mostly Androids over there or, or iPhones? Yeah. Zimix. So is that an, that, is that Android or, or Apple? iPhone or what do you have? You have Android? Yeah, personally. You have an Android. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna give you a a dozen free download codes. So you can give them out to your listeners or anyone that you want. And I want you to take the challenge. But the what the what the what the app will show you is it'll show you the the map, the flat earth map, it's a clock. It's actual clock. The moon keeps track of the months. The stars keep track of the years and the sun keeps track of the hours and the sun as it migrates outwards and inwards. And you have to kind of see it. Um, you'll see that's how the seasons happen when it's closer, when it's in the inner lands are the North lands and the outer lands are the Southern lands. So six months apart, it's summer here, it's winter there and then vice versa six months later. And you can see on the app the, you can move the sun in and out by jumping a month at a time. The app will also answer all your questions like why the lie? We have made great documentary vi- videos. We've made amazing videos. If you go to the the FAQ page and you click the why the lie, you got yourself hours and hours of very well done, entertaining, mind-blowing videos that will help you understand why The globe lie is the most important lie to the elite because you can wake people up to the false flags the 9-11s, you know, all this other stuff. And they still, yeah, they they deal with it. They get passed and they go on. But once you wake people up to the flat earth, to the globe lie, they can never put it down. Go ahead. Can, can yes, I please. Sorry, because you, that means nine um, eleven did not actually happen. That's that's what you nine eleven. What it did not happen like they told us. I live. I could. I could see New York City <laughs> skyline. The airplanes did not crash anywhere on nine eleven. It the barely any. Some people died, but not the numbers that they told us. And the buildings turned into dust. It's impossible. There's seven buildings turned into dust in New York City. Okay, and only two planes supposedly hit. And the third plane that was supposed to hit building seven, they had that something went wrong with their fake simulation and they had to fake crash it in uh, Pennsylvania and it vaporized. That's their answer, that it vaporized. The plane crashed and there's no wreckage because it vaporized. That's the official story. Okay. by the way, you know, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, I got a website for you that has all the stuff that YouTube is hidden and you can see it and then you'll know. But I live 20 miles from downtown Manhattan, New York, and I saw it with my own eyes, not on TV. And what they showed us on TV is not you, what happened. You, you went I was 20 miles away, but I could see it. I live near the water and I could see the buildings perfectly clear from where I was. Nothing is in my way. I had a clear shot over the Long Island Sound, it's called. And uh, I could see it. That's a whole nother story. Um, But there's a website called StopLookThink.com. And just go to the 9-11 pages there, spend a couple days there, and you'll know that 9-11 was a complete and total BS story. (laughs) So I, (laughs) I, I, I'm just go back to, 
because you you mentioned earlier because I, I said we'll go back to it you mentioned earlier about the falsity of the moon and I, 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 because you know when you observe the moon even on a good night you you, you, you should definitely you should, you, 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 should, you should definitely notice that you're looking at a rigid body and how come you you, you would discount that rigid body and say it does not exist that I'll tell you why because when there's a sliver moon the the part where the dark part of the moon is occasionally those will line up with mars or a star and you can see mars through inside the sliver okay where the moon it should be blocked by the moon but you can see mars only when it hits just right you can see either through the moon or perhaps Mars is in front of the moon, the thing, the light that we call Mars. So that proves right there that it's not a solid body that we're looking at, or at least when it's a, when it's a sliver moon, that it's not a solid body. The moon, you know, they, when there's no moon, they call it a new moon. Maybe that's interesting. Um, you know, the moon uh, is very much tied to women's reproductive cycles. It, it affects our minds, right? Do you think the way light shines on a dusty, dirty ball would affect women's reproductive cycles? Absolutely not. The moon uh, is, again, the most mysterious object on flat Earth and globe Earth. So, again, we can prove some things that are true about the moon or not true that, you know, that discredit the moon. But again, what is it? We don't know. You know, it sure looks spherical, but we made a video where we had four model moons and they looked like real moons, but one of them was a sphere. One of them was flat. One of them was convex, a concave. And one of them was um, the half sphere, but they all looked like full spheres. So Again, when we show you this, you don't know if it's the size of a baseball or if it's the size, you know, if it's a mile wide or how far it is because you have no reference point. But we do have a reference point when we see the moon. The next time the moon is well lit and there's clouds in the sky, notice how it lights up only the clouds near it. That tells you that the light from the moon and the moon is its own light is very close to those clouds and far from the other clouds that are not lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was really interesting, though, but because I, I, I've been trying to show it too. But then I just, I, 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 what I thought about now was what the thoughts that go into my head was just the recent, the recent travel to the, the International Space Station and, and you know all that stuff, and because I, I, I just still can't. Uh, I, my mind is going back to all the. Image, all, all the all the documentary of the travels to the ISS all fake from the all space fake. shuttle mission all and, fake um, um, <laughs> all fake and again <laughs> we can show you that they're fake we can show you the mistakes that they made and then when you see that you have to know that they're lying well if you lie about part of it you're lying about all of it but we have them time and time again you know screwing up with their cgi layers their rocket launches though some of them never even happen they're just done on you know they don't even launch anything other times they're launching balloons the space shuttle that big external tank was a blimp okay it was a helium blimp 
It wasn't filled with fuel. The thing was a blimp. It was a lighter than air vehicle that floats up. When the guys came back from the moon, I don't even believe that they were in that capsule, but that capsule was dropped from an airplane, a high-flying airplane. It's dropped out of the back of a high-flying airplane. We have videos of them practicing this. All of these videos, all of this information can be found on the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And uh, it's, it's... it's totally worth it. It'll entertain you for years on end. Every day there's new information on there. Um, and it'll, it'll teach you the most valuable lesson in the world. And is that you are a divine creation at the center of creation and that nobody has dominion over you. Nobody has power over you and it'll teach you how to take your power back. Well, that does, that's still some, Quite religious thinking to me, and and what I, I don't see how the, what you said just now that that's 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 a very religious. You said it's not it's yes. not religious. What it teaches you is that we're not on a random spec. The, the science is showing us that we are at the center of creation. That's science, right? pseudoscience says that we're spinning a ball, you know, flying in an infinite vacuum around another fireball traveling in four different directions at once. That's pseudoscience. You know, go outside, sit, you know, next to a calm lake or a pond and notice how perfectly still it is. Sit there and imagine yourself spinning faster than the speed of sound orbiting at half a million miles an hour, you know, or 66,000 miles an hour, chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, moving sideways at a million miles an hour, 1.2 million miles an hour. And you're going to throw up, then clear your head, close, close your eyes again and say, imagine yourself sitting on the non rotating flat basement of the universe, solid in its, in its footings. And it's, and you'll feel better. All of a sudden you'll start feeling more powerful right away. That's not religion. That is reality. Yeah, yeah. So, because you you know now 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 you you and most of people who are in on this and those who already have the app and experiencing what you said they would experience on the app. How many how many how many of you guys? So are, you know? they did a survey in Brazil um, on people what they think of the Earth is, and eleven million people think it's flat. Eleven million in Brazil alone. And Brazil doesn't even have that big of a population. There's so many more people waking so, up every day. Here's the thing. People wake up to flat earth and they never switch back. Okay. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's like the movie, the matrix where Morpheus gives you the red pill and you can see the matrix. This is, this yeah. is once you see it, you can't unsee it. But the problem is uh, people aren't taught how to think they they go to school and they're taught how to memorize and regurgitate nonsense. And the people that do it best <laughs> are the ones that become the new teachers. Hey, you memorize this book perfectly. You can be a teacher and teach it to the next generation. Okay. And they believe what they're teaching because they're good at memorization and regurgitation. If you think for yourself in science class and you say, Hey, that's completely wrong. What about this? You get sent to the principal's office. You get thrown out of school. You get discouraged. You get laughed at. Right. And, and so people are just taught not to think. 
to, and the ball has an advantage over the globe. The ball is easy. You can say, I just believe it. I was told it. Um, I, I believe in gravity. I believe in this and that, but you have nothing to base that belief on nothing, but flat earth. You want to learn about it. You have to research. You have to think you have to use your brain and, and, and think logically and understand that there is evil in this world. And that evil is hiding the creator. They're hiding who you are, whether you believe there's God or not, that doesn't matter. They're hiding your true power. They're hiding your true power and they're taking it away from you willingly because you're most people are too stupid to say no and keep it. We've talked about a lot of things today and, you know, and, and a lot of things are quite new to me, are quite surprising. And and I, I know you've thought about a lot about what happens to us as human beings and as species. What, what do you think is the meaning of life? What do I think the meaning of life is? You know, that, that that's that's a tough one. But I think we're here having an experience that, that we are souls. And what are souls? Like your body, I believe we have a main soul and then we have other souls within our body. And the main soul drives this life. And... We are, our goal here, as I said before, is to remain in control of our soul and not sell it to evil, not sell it for riches, not sell it for, um, you know, short gains or whatever. Um, there's so many people that do that. And so it's an experience to expand the knowledge of our soul. So when it goes to the next life, it has more experience. We're here. Life is a ride and we're in, we're supposed to enjoy it and stay in control. But some people just don't do that. And so what happens after life? I don't know. Do they come back and have to do it again? Do they not get to come back and do it again? You know, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but. There's a lot of evil in this world and, and people, um, you know, you've seen people that have lost their souls. They're not happy. You know, they may have millions of dollars, but they're not happy, you know, and, and things happen. I mean, it really gets sadistic and satanic when you start going down those avenues, but I'm not even talking about that. I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the good side and the good side is you are a powerful being and can do amazing things and they don't want you to know that. Sure. That that's a beautiful way to put it. What would you have, you know, I'll put you in the spotlight now, just say anything you want to let my audience know at all. I have a growing audience in, in Nigeria and even in the U S what do you want them to know? I, I just want them to know that they are truly powerful beings and that they, when they give the, they give away their God given free will um, when they don't see what's going on, when they're lost in space, they don't, you don't know where you are. You're disoriented. I think that um, uh, a lot of depression, you know, there's lots of reasons that people get depressed, you know, you know, life situations, but people, you, you, you sure, saw sure, the movie, sure. the matrix sure. with Keanu Reeves. 
So at the beginning of the movie, Neo, uh, made, um, you know, Keanu is like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Mm. And he just can't figure it out. He's been like looking. Well, that's how we all are. The consciously, we, we believe we live on a ball, but subconsciously, our truer inner self, our soul knows that that's a lie. And so that inner conflict is going on. And that, I believe, is the source of much depression and sadness in this world. I can tell you one thing that um, there's millions of us. I'm actually going to a flat earth conference in a couple of weeks. And, uh, and uh, that I, I can tell you that everyone that discovers flat earth, nobody is depressed. Everybody can't wait to get out of bed in the morning and start their new day and learn new stuff. They're the brightest people. None of them have fallen for this COVID <laughs> nonsense that everyone knows that uh, 9-11, you know, and uh, the, all the other fake things, you can see the world the way it is and they take back their power. I've never been happier. I, you know, my whole life, I dreamed of having my own company. I was like, how could I ever even have my own company? And, you know, and, and having you know, lots of money, I had all of that. I gave it up because that's not what I would, that's not what life's about. Life's about serving a purpose and making the world better and having a soul experience and, you can't have that if your soul has been lured away with the soul lure system. Yeah, that's that, that's cool. I, you know, there's no better way to end this conversation, David. I thank you for your time. Thank you for. All right, and uh, I, I, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some links sure, sure, for sure. people you to download the app, and uh, and I'll give you some free download codes if you have some people that can't afford the three dollars. Um, let, you know, they have Android. I can only do it for Android. You can give those codes away for them to download it. And, um, uh, again, it, you know, my, uh, people can, can contact me at info at the flat earth podcast.com, but don't ask me a question about flat earth because they're all in there. All, if you hit the question mark on the app, um, all of your questions are answered there and it's quite amazing. And you'll be highly entertained for uh, a long period of time. Yeah, that's super interesting. So, so uh, and you can check out my my podcast. It's called the Flat Earth Podcast. Hey there! Thanks for listening to the end. If you enjoy this podcast, subscribe, leave a five star review, share this episode, and and don't forget to tune in next week because I have more super episodes. And until then, stay curious.